Hi, I'm Sean Pratt. Welcome to the VoiceOver Insider Podcast, where we discuss all things to help you build your voiceover momentum. Today's host is Julie Williams. Julie, what's the topic of the day? Hi, we're talking to Landon Beach today about his book, Narrator, because, well, it's kind of about us, sort of. So uh, welcome, Landon. He's the author of Narrator. Tell us, what's the deal with Narrator as far as the name, the narrator, and, and, you know, how does it relate to voiceover? Sure. Well, thanks for having me on, Julie. It's lovely to be with you today. In short, uh, I had wanted to tell a story about the entertainment business for years, but I didn't know how to do it. And it kind of came down to four films and one short story that were in my mind for a long time. And that was Vertigo, Play Misty for Me, Misery, and A Beautiful Mind. And then Julio Cortazar's uh, The Continuity of Parks. And I knew I wanted to do a thriller in the entertainment industry, but a lot has been done and I never had a way to start it. So for 20 years, I thought, what could I tell a story uh, that hasn't been done before? And then when I started working with Scott Brick, I thought, you know, I don't think anyone has ever done a book with an audiobook narrator as a main character set in the framework of a psychological thriller. And so I set to research um, the book. So that was the genesis of the idea. Um, in relation to the audiobook and voiceover world, um, I can't think of much that it doesn't touch upon uh, as we go through. <laughs> Um, I definitely think the biggest takeaway for me, I can start with that, was as an author, and I think just someone who loves audiobooks and has listened to them for years, yeah. and I've certainly listened to Scott for a long time before we started working together, I just grew an appreciation for everything that it takes to actually take an audiobook from the manuscript until the time that the consumer actually listens to it the engineering, the pickups, the mastering, and everything that a performer does and an audiobook narrator to bring those stories to life. I had a little inkling of what it was about, but until I did the 12 to 18 months of research, I did not have that appreciation for how someone like Scott makes it look easy. But really, there's all kinds of little things that he's doing for every page, every paragraph, every line, in some instances, every word to make it seem alive and real. And I, I think the compliment that I always give him is when you're done listening to a book by Scott, you walk away and say, oh, that happened. <laughs> that was the story about something that happened. So yeah. I think that was the way in for me on the project. Yeah, he's, he's very, very real. And I, I wanted to uh, interject here. I am in Puerto Vallarta overlooking the Malacón, which is basically the boardwalk. And so I've got the windows open and you're you're hearing wind go by. We had a siren go by. When something really noisy comes, I, I promise I will mute. But hopefully you guys aren't too distracted by the noise because I got to tell you, I'm really enjoying it here in Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> so um, Landon, wish you were here. A name like Landon Beach. At the right, right. <laughs> I wish I was too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's awesome. I'm really enjoying my time here. Anyway, so so tell us briefly about the plot of the book. So the plot of the book is a main character named Sean Frost, who was a two-time Tony Award winner in his 20s. So he's kind of a performing arts prodigy. 
and he's a playwright and an actor. And then something goes horribly, horribly wrong in his life. And he has to leave New York City and he travels cross country all the way to Carmel by the Sea. And he reinvents himself as an audiobook narrator. And as he progresses and gets better and his name is out there, um, he has a huge following um, that love to listen to him read uh, his books. And then possibly uh, he is kidnapped by two obsessed fans that want to make him read their book that they've written. And I'll kind of leave it at that. And then we see where it goes from there. That is, that's very intriguing. It sounds real good. So um, is the audiobook already out then? Or is it, is it still working it out? Is. Everything is out. The paperback version, the Kindle version, and the audiobook version. Oh, They're awesome. all available right now. So what was your process once the book was written? Process from, now obviously you had heard Scott Brick before, so you chose him that way. But when you were looking for selecting an audiobook narrator, what process do you go through? What is it that you're looking for? So I was very fortunate to be able to work with Scott on all of my books. And I would say that even if I would have had five different narrators coming into book six, because we've had six collaborations together. And again, I use collaborations loosely. He has his turf and I have my turf, but our friendship has developed so that I think that we do have a little bit of a different process than some authors and narrators because we're really good friends and we've established that trust. And so for especially a book like Narrator that is very much on his turf and I wanted to make sure that I had right um, before we went through with it. So what I would have been looking for definitely is someone who has a performing arts background. And Scott was a classically trained Shakespearean actor and traveled for 10 years. And so someone who appreciated and knew the theater, because that's what I made the background of Sean Frost's character. And we joke with each other, Sean Frost is not Scott Brick. <laughs> uh, they have, you know, many, many differences, but I always thought that he was perfectly suited to play that role. Also, someone who is able, because the book is written in first person present tense, and something I really love about Scott and his narration is that when he's giving a character's thoughts or he's reading first person in fiction, you feel like you are that character and someone who is real is talking to you and telling you what is going on in their life. And because it's present tense, the immediacy was there, which I wanted to create, which is this is happening to Sean Frost right now. And we've got to figure out what happens next. Um, also, someone who is an established and recognized expert in the field so that they could help me tweak any technical matters that I might have overlooked. And I was never more nervous than after researching for 12 to 18 months and having a Zoom like we're having right now to talk over the idea with Scott and tell him. And uh, I said, you know, can I can I interview you? And he said, sure. What do you want to talk about? And I said, well, I'm thinking about doing this book about a narrator that might get kidnapped. <laughs> and his eyes went, he was looking at work. He's like, <laughs> and then I had, a, I had 10 questions for him. And then to make a long story short, after four questions, my power went out and I'm sitting there in the dark in my house going, oh my gosh, what is Scott Brick thinking right now <laughs> about what I just said? And it took 20 or 30 minutes for it to come back on. And then when the power came back on, there's just a little email back that said, 
hey, buddy, sounds good, but we'll talk to you later. <laughs> and so, but, you know, one thing that you and I had talked about before the podcast was the research that went into it. And yeah. I was able, you know, because of the internet and YouTube, uh, there are just a plethora of videos where narrators are so generous with their time and podcasts like yours as well, where they talk about the industry and they talk about the art and science of narration. And I always wanted to make sure that I got that right. And there are just, again, are so many aspects to it that I was unaware of as an author. And, you know, I, I'm now a great friend of narrators and anyone involved in the industry just because of what it takes to get an audiobook from the beginning to the end. So that was sort of what happened in, in our process really evolved uh, into when I had the first draft ready to show him, he gave it a read for me and he didn't get through the whole book, but he was able to give me some suggestions like this is not really how it works in the industry. You might want to tweak this and yes, highlight this. And then some of it was when we actually got into the recording of the book, he would have great suggestions. Uh, and again, we agreed that probably never on book one would have this been you know, able to happen. But because of our friendship and our trust that we had grown with each other, we could really um, be in a position to go with the best idea wins and totally open communication about what was possible. And so he would say, you know, maybe have the narrator this distance from the microphone instead of what you said in there and all sorts of things. And from my side, he was very generous with his time and allowed me to send him a few emails that had clips because I have a ton of pop cultural references in the book. And I said, Scott, there are going to be moments where these come up. And I said, would you be open for me to sending you clips so that it might help you, you know, thinking like an actor to work into the scene a little bit better and bring that and illuminate that knowing full well that he doesn't need me at all to do a wonderful job, but anything like that, just to make it different and see if we can bring out more uh, in the performance. And I'll leave you with this before your next question, which was the Lonely Man theme from The Incredible Hulk. I said, what if a narrator like Sean Frost has this booth ritual that at the end of narrating this book uh, in a series, he always listens to this tone. And Scott said, yeah, I'll try it. And he listened to it. And he knew it, of course, because he's a big Marvel fan like I am. And then he said, you know what? In about four to six weeks, I have a Jack Reacher book that I have to do. And he's kind of like Bill Bixby in The Incredible Hulk, where he moves around from town to town and drifts and helps people. And he said, I'm going to listen to that before I actually start recording the next um, Reacher book. And he did that. And it worked out really well. So there were all sorts of neat things about this collaboration that were pretty unique for this book, Julie, um, you know, that might not have been for other books that I've written. We're talking to author Landon Beach, and we're going to be right back to find out where you can get the book. And that's definitely what I want to know. So we'll be right back. Hi, voiceover insider Julie Williams here. And I have really learned the value of strategizing and planning my career. And I want to help you do that, too. So. I would love to offer you a free short strategy session to plan the next steps in your career. So whether you are new to VO and not sure where to go next or you're experienced, even if you're a voiceover coach, let's brainstorm together. This is not a sales pitch. It's your time. Of course, I'll tell you about my services if you want to know. But if you just want to pick my brain, that's okay, too. You can reserve your time at HTTPS 
colon slash slash voice dash overs dot as as dot me forward slash. Meantime, enjoy the free voiceover insider podcast. Okay, we're back with Landon Beach, who's the author of uh, a number of books, including the latest one called Narrator, which is about an audiobook narrator. It's a thriller about an audiobook narrator, and it's narrated by Scott Brick. Where can somebody buy the actual book and the audiobook are both out now, right? Yes. And so you can get the Kindle version on Amazon, and you can get the paperback on Amazon or Barnes and Noble, other bookstores, Target, and audiobooks. My audiobooks are wide. And so anywhere that audiobooks are sold, you can get narrator in 30 seconds. That's awesome. I'm going to go do that as I spend that time. <laughs> not, let's do it on the beach. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I'll do is I'll do it on the beach and I'll do it with my floating speaker in the swimming pool here <laughs> as well. Well, thank you for joining us. It's it's very nice to see your side of the story because when we narrate audiobooks, I don't know the process an author goes through. I know what I need to do to bring the story alive. Yeah. But I don't know what the author needs to do to make it bring a livable, if you want to call it that. I would say, you know, for authors, I've sort of done all the work for you. And so I think it would be great for authors to give this a listen or a read if they're really looking for what goes on with their audiobook narrator. Because many of them send the manuscript off and the first time that they hear it is when it comes out on pub day. And I think this might give them a greater appreciation of just what it takes to, you know, the art and science behind that and the performance. And for narrators, I told Scott this and others, is that this is kind of my love letter to storytelling. And I think that I've heard some feedback from some narrators that you can take this book, you know, to family members and friends who are like, oh, yeah, you sit and you read a book. I get it all day you can give them narrator and say, hey, do you want a fun and exciting way to also find out what I do for a living and all that goes into it? And so I think it works on that level as well. Yeah, maybe there'll be fewer people saying, when are you going to get a real job? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's great for people who are voiceover talents that are aspiring audiobook narrators to get a glimpse into the world of audiobook narration. So thank you for being with us, Landon. We really, really appreciate it. And I, for one, am looking forward to getting that book because I'm a big fan of Scott Bricks as well. Oh, well, thanks so much for having me on, Julia. This has been fantastic to talk to you. Go narrators. (laughs) All right. Thanks for being with us. I hope you found that information helpful and enjoyable. If you would like a free strategy session with Julie Williams to talk about your VO career, just email julie at voice dash overs.com and we'll get you on the schedule. If you'd like to train in nonfiction audiobook narration, I'd be happy to work with you. Email Sean Pratt at Comcast.net. Thanks again for joining us today. We'll catch you next week on a brand new episode of the VoiceOver Insider Podcast.